This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jalen Sons con el triple en la chicharra le dice buenas noches a UCLA. It's Becky <laughs> and Ryan Horvath on the BetQL Audio Network. Thank you, Jake Hassan. That's what I was waiting on. That's the one we were all waiting on uh, from Saturday night. Thanks for checking out BetQL Daily on this Monday. Getting you set for the championship game tonight. Hoping to check in with Doug Gottlieb. Oh, okay. He is here. We'll get to uh, Doug in just a quick second. Ostrowski and Horvat here. Uh, follow Doug on Twitter. At Gottlieb Show. He's the host of the Doug Gottlieb Show, of course. College basketball analyst for Westwood 1 and FS1. All right, Doug. Um Gonzaga, UCLA. That's all you have to say from now on. People know exactly what you're talking about, and they'll remember where they were. So where is it in the pantheon of greatest college basketball games of all time? Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I was I was look I, I just happened to look on the old Twitter machine and saw that this is the twentieth anniversary of of uh, North Carolina against uh, Michigan when Chris Weber called the timeout, right? Like we forget how great a game it was. Mm-hmm. And what happens is we, we do this is one recency bias. And two, it's like uh last second shot bias. You know, the great thing about that game was it was incredible shot making for both teams throughout the entirety of the game. Um, so, I mean, it's right up there. I don't think it was as important and it was well played, but not as well played as you know, Carolina Villanova going back was that five years ago, and that was on a last second shot. And I and I would say that the, a bank takes away from it. There's a lot. There's a much bigger luck factor on a bank shot than the skill of making it straight away. But um, you know, I would say you know Carolina Villanova is pretty much the best championship game we've ever had. Um, you know, Duke Butler was an incredible game, incredible game. Just didn't have a last-second shot, had a last-second shot miss. Actually had two misses from Gordon Hayward. Um, you know, there's – you go back in Michael Jordan's, you know, freshman year, he hits a game winner, and then Georgetown doesn't call a timeout, and Freddie Brown throws the ball uh, right to North Carolina. Like, that was a championship game. So, I mean, it's right there. It's a, it was a great game. I thought the interesting part about it, and you tell me if I'm wrong, is just Gonzaga used to be David, now they're Goliath. UCLA is, you can't get any bigger Goliath than the team that's won the most championships, and somehow they were David, right? They, 
Now, it's important to point out, they were an underdog, not a Cinderella. But still, an amazing story and a great basketball game. I don't want to take away from it. When I say it's the greatest game I've ever seen, no. But it was a great basketball game, and uh, I'm, I'm glad everybody loves the sport again. It's pretty cool. Doug, is your takeaway after Saturday, you know, involving the Zags, is that, man, this team, I mean, BYU in that conference title game played a great game. UCLA played a near-perfect game, and they still can't be beaten. Or is your takeaway like, man, this team can be beaten, especially against a team like Baylor tonight? Well, um, I do think that there there's some – I do think they can be beaten. Um, I picked – you know, I've been messing around on Twitter all year – you know, Gonzaga or the field, but it's it's true. I do think they're better than everybody else. But all my big tr- big twelve, you know, coaching friends are all like, dude, Baylor Baylor can beat them. Baylor might be better than them because Baylor has not as much offensive weaponry, but but close. Uh, but Baylor's better defensively, and they match up well with them. So, um, I would say yes, Baylor could absolutely win this game, and. Watching Saturday, I'm like, look, it was the first time we've seen them in a close game. How about this first stat? That was UCLA's 18th game that was decided on the final possession. 18th. <sighs> Gonzaga's first all year. And and they handled it well. I mean, Drew Jimmy played with foul trouble, and Jalen Suggs was magnificent. So I think they, they did show that they're human, that they can be beaten. But, man, that was, a, that was about as good as UCLA could play, and they still couldn't pull it off. Yep, goes to show how great uh, Gonzaga is. The way Baylor is playing right now, uh, their run all the way to this championship game tonight, just hammering teams by double digits, game after game. Quality opponents, too, here. Uh, are they back to what they were pre-layoff? Yeah, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you, uh, and, and, you know, for people listening on Radio.com, they can download this podcast. I have a pod. It's called All Ball. Um, and for the most part, I use it. It's a, you know, basketball podcast. We just tell people stories about how, you know, everything about them and basketball and how it, where it brought them to where they are in life, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And John Gallagher is the head coach of the university of Hartford. They played Baylor in the first round they lost and, uh, you know, they did a very good job against them. And so he kind of took me through two things. I mean, he's been, he studied Baylor all year. And, you know, when you get ready to play them in the tournament, you watch every game. So you watch 11 games. I've watched mm, probably 15 of them. And that was my belief is that they look like they're pre-COVID shut down Baylor. And that's, that, that was his immediate reaction to watching them play the other night. They were so sharp. You know, the way Houston's a very good defensive team. And, you know, to any, any side of defense has – there's a, there's a flaw to – pretty much any kind of defense. There's no perfect defense. And <laughs> the way Houston was playing, Baylor attacked it perfectly in the first half, made a bunch of threes in the weak side corner. And then Houston changed how they regard in the second half and Baylor adjusted to it and made a bunch of plays with the, with the roller, with the either short or long roller on the pick and roll. So it's not just that they're good. Like it's really easy to go like, well, they're good. They have good players. I know they're, they're well coached. They listen, they play hard, and they they find a way to kind of pick you apart. Um, and they have guys that can just make shots, make shots over the top, which is, I mean, that's really what UCLA was doing. UCLA was trying to kind of slow the pace a little bit, keep everybody in front. And 
Um, and then offensively, they were trying to, you know, shoot the end of shot class and go one-on-one. And, um, you know, it, it, it worked to a certain extent. I, and I think that's the kind of attack you'll see tonight from Baylor to a certain extent. And Baylor has slightly better players. I just don't know if they'll play as well as you or shoot as well as UCLA shot. Yeah, and Doug, what, what do you think Baylor needs to do to win this game tonight? Because, you know, they force 17 turnovers a game, but the Zags don't really turn the ball over, but neither does Villanova or Wisconsin, and Baylor was a matchup nightmare for them. Also, they're one of the best offensive rebounding teams, and that's where I think they could beat Gonzaga as well, like UCLA just did. They out-rebounded them, still lost the game. Uh, what do they got to do tonight to pull off the upset? I think you nailed a bunch of things. I mean, first thing is, it's really hard to tell, like, people who cover only those leagues aren't going to take like Vegas wasn't very good this year. Okay. One Villanova and Villanova and Wisconsin never turn it over, but two, they also don't play this level of quickness and athleticism and strength and intelligence you see in Baylor. Like this is a really, really good team. It's a step up in weight class. So of course they had a spike in turnovers when, you know, in the big, big 10, you know, Michigan, Illinois really pressures, but it's much more physical than, than athletic. They're pretty athletic as well. I just, this type of speed and athleticism, it's hard to replicate in the Big East or in the Big Ten. And um, so I, I, I do think you throw those traditional turnover per game numbers out the window when you're playing Baylor because they're that good. So, yes, I think they can heat them up a little bit. And then I think they can, you know, score on second shots. And the, the other thing that second shots do, and again, this is John Gallagher pointed this out, is second shots oftentimes, that's, you give up offense rebounds, it exhausts you on offense because you're sitting there and you're playing defense and somebody shoots and you're expecting to get a rebound. And, and Gonzaga plays sometimes defense like they're just waiting to play offense. You get a second shot, but, but something to watch for is Baylor gets offensive rebounds and they don't really look to put the ball back in like, you know, the old follow your shot, like your dad yelling when you're playing at the YMCA. They kick it out for threes. And they all have their feet set, and they are a very good three-point shooting team. So I, I would say that you got to look at the rebounding for Gonzaga on the, their defensive end, their defense of the three-point shot on the first and the second shot, and can they play without turning it over? If they don't turn it over and it gets into an up-and-down, you know, you know, shot-making match, you're not beating Gonzaga. They just, they're too skilled. They have too many weapons to beat you with. If they get in a little bit of foul trouble, get a little fatigue, get uh, broken down a little bit uh, on second shots and giving up dagger threes, then then you should feel really good about Baylor. And, and you'll know that, I think, for the most part, going into the half, if Baylor not only is able to expose them, uh, but to make those shots. It's BetQL Daily with Doug Gottlieb, host of the Doug Gottlieb Show, college basketball analyst, Westwood One, FS1. Uh, you hit on it a little bit there, Doug. Uh, the pace tonight, uh, the total is set at 159.5 with a pair of elite offenses. Sometimes you get in this title game situation and not as much scoring as uh, you expect. What, what do you think we'll see tonight? Yeah, I mean, that's a big number, right? That's, that's yeah. you know, 80-79. And you're, 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 if I'm, my math is right and you're pushing home, right? So uh, I do like the over. I do think this is going to be an offensive. Maybe it's me hoping for it because I think the sport needs, the sport needs, needs one more of a great game like that for people to kind of bring people back. It just does. Um, and, and so, you know, when I, I woke up this morning and I took, when I, I used Bet Rivers and I went to the Bet Rivers app, betrivers.com. I, I saw it and I was like, you know, I just think it's going to be up and down. 
I think, you know, whoever wins is going to score in the 90s. I think that's going to be Gonzaga. And I think they'll they'll win and they'll cover. Uh, I'm not as good on, on half times as others are. Um, but I would, it would, I actually think the first half is going to be even faster paced than the second half. I just think both these teams, you know, they, it's not, they didn't just get to Indy. It's a different year. They didn't just get to Indy. There's no crowd. They've been expecting to play each other. They were supposed to play each other in December. Like, and I, I think it'll be pretty free flowing. You won't see the whistle fest uh, because both teams will be moving it up and down. I think the first half, I like the first half over as well. Doug, if you got the first pick in next year's draft, is Cade Cunningham, is he the clear-cut first pick, or have you seen enough from Evan Mobley or now what Jalen Suggs is doing in this tournament? Uh, would you take a shot maybe with him? Who do you think is going to be the best player in this year's draft? Uh, well, again, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a loaded – you threw in three or four at once, right? Who's the best player? Who would I take? Not always the same <laughs> thing. does depend upon the team. You know, so tell me who's who's drafting. I, You know, I personally, yeah, I would go with Cade. And it, it, it doesn't answer all of your questions. I don't know if Jalen's going to be better or Evan Mobley or the kid Jalen Green who's in the G League uh, Ignite team, whatever. Yeah. I would go with Cade because, I mean, there's nothing the kid doesn't do well. And I know he's going to be a really, really good to great pro. Like, I think he's, I think he's Penny Hardaway, you know. And, and people forget, like, you say that, and uh, depending on how old you are, like you may not, you may not remember. Like Penny Hardaway was a dominant player in the NBA, and then injuries really shortened his the, the span of dominance. Um, you know, a six foot eight, one two three can play a little four, will guard, passes. He's a good shooter who's you know going to be better. He's a very good athlete. He's not a freak. Like a Jalen Green's a freak. He's not a freak athlete, but that most of the best players aren't really freak athletes. So just, you have to have skill. So he's got a little bit of everything. That's the guy. Suggs is incredible. And the way the NBA is trending, you know, you have a lead guard that can control the game, play with pace. He's big football strong. So he can, he can guard different positions. I just me personally, because of the versatility of Cade, uh, I would I would go Cade ahead of Suggs, but I think that's really more the discussion that people are having. And look, Evan Mobley's terrific, um, and he's a little bit he's a little bit more uh, prospect than he is player right now. But he's still a, re- a very good player who can play probably three, four, five, you know. But now he's but he's a very good five where he can defend the rim and step out and shoot the basketball. Um, but he's gonna have to rework his body some you know, add some strength, some lateral as well. Whereas those other guys are a little bit further along, I think, athletically. Doug Gottlieb, at Gottlieb Show on Twitter. Doug, enjoy the game tonight. Uh, hope it's exciting as you think. You like the Zags and who the you, over. Who do you guys have? Have you guys uh, I, I'm expecting a, a, a two-possession game, so I think Baylor's going to cover, but I ex- expect Gonzaga to cut down the nets. Slow or fast? They're going to they're gonna over, over under? Over. I'm going over. Over, it'll hit 160 I, I, I probably. We're all hopeful. Yeah. We're all hopeful, right? We're just, yeah. Maybe that's the problem is that we just want all <laughs> want a fast game. It's going to end up being like 65, 62. And nobody can make a shot. Somebody throws one in at the end. That would, that would kind of suck, to be honest. But yes, it would. That's, that's one of the things that made the other night so great was this 93, not, not, what, 92, 93, 90. It's awesome. So yeah. good. So many, so many terrific moments. Uh, thanks again, Doug. Hopefully we can do this again. All right. 
Anytime, fellas. See ya. Good stuff from Doug Gottlieb there. Man. And maybe I'm hopeful that Baylor covers because then I'm going to win my last man standing too. I think we're all hopeful. It's like, can we possibly be let down after just the euphoria of what was Saturday night? So good stuff there from Doug. Uh, We'll have our lightning bets later on this hour. But next, a look at the Masters. Can't wait. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.